My name is Scott Harris. Welcome to the Dairy Dive. Today we're going to talk about changes, industry changes to be more specific. Buckle up because we're diving deep. First of all, we hope we can try to educate you so you learn just a little bit, a little bit. My whole life's been dairy farming. Some days you wonder why you ever milk cows. It's kind of just in the blood around here. I don't know what it is, but we like livestock. Buckle up. The Dairy Dive starts now. So today I was able to sit down with a another employee of Rob Seco, but also a guy I definitely consider a friend, Brian Davis, Eastern Division Manager for uh, Rob Seco. And we really focused on industry changes. And so there's a lot going on in the industry. I don't know if you're aware of that. Maybe you're completely aware and maybe you know more than we do. But uh, ultimately, there's a lot of changes that will impact and can impact you as farmers. And so we wanted to encourage you to educate yourself and to just know what's going on in, in the industry. And so we try to bring some of that to light. And Brian does a really nice job uh, for the company, but he does a really nice job on this podcast. So we think you'll get some good information. So with that, let's go to our uh, discussion with Brian Davis. So we are happy to bring in our guest today. We have a gentleman who I would consider not just a fellow employee, but a friend. Uh, Mr. Brian Davis with Rob Seco. Brian, welcome to the Dairy Dive. Oh, thanks, my friend. Glad to join. Yeah, I got, I've gotten to know Brian uh, pretty well, I'd say, over the past few months since he's come on board with Rob Seco and uh, consider him a great asset for our company. But uh, as much as I enjoy the work side, he's just a good guy. Like Fun to be around and, and good to work with. So I'm happy that uh, we're able to have you on as a guest. And so I know about you, but people listening don't know about you. So tell us about who you are, where you're located, and kind of what you do within Rob Seco. Sure. Well, uh, th- yeah, thanks for having me on and letting me join the uh, Dairy Dive today here, Scott. Uh, as you said, my name is Brian Davis. Uh, my title within Rob Seco is the Eastern Division Sales Manager. And so uh, I work with everything Rob Seco, basically from uh, what you might call the Missouri River to the Atlantic Ocean. So uh, we've got four different regions within the Eastern Division, uh, sales managers managing the, the regions, um, really focused on corn uh, silage, soybeans, streamlined ag, and um, our business within Rob Seco. Absolutely. And so that's a very large territory you're covering, my friend. And so you are on the road quite a bit, aren't you? Well, there's a, a lot of good people to get to know. We've got really good teams supporting our, our divisions. And uh, I would say equally as large would be my counterpart, Jeff Dilbeck in the West. And so, um, you know, as Rob Seco came together to uh, form the business as we know it today, um, we've got two divisions broken out to the East and to the West division. Yep. So the main focus we're going to talk about today is something that we've kind of been seeing happening in the seed industry. And, you know, I, I think, you know, a really famous quote that you hear a lot is that the only constant in life is change. And I can tell you in my 12 years of the seed industry, that's definitely the seed industry is not uh, uh, any different than, than anything else when it comes to that. There's been a lot of changes and it's always changing and evolving and and sometimes we can look at change as bad, and sometimes we can look at it as good. It just kind of depends. But specifically within the industry is what we're going to focus on today. And um, you've got a lot of background and have experienced a lot of change in, in your career, I'm sure, uh, in, in your time and your past. Correct, Brian? 
Yeah, you know, Scott, uh, change is ever present in our industry. And I think um, if you're to be successful and uh, have a good career in this industry that we're all passionate about, I think embracing change is just part of it. Absolutely. Um, you know, I can I can remember back from my days as a district sales manager, um, you know, transitioning from a, a smaller family-owned independent organization to um, to Monsanto. I was a part of um, some change that happened early on. And uh, a lot of companies came together and I got to wear a few different hats. Um, Coined myself as a bit of a transition specialist early on, but it, it really got me comfortable and uh, embracing change and seeking out the positives that come along with the change and uh, ultimately uh, with the focus on our customers, helping them be successful. Absolutely. I think that that's one important aspect of that. Uh, I, I would like to make clear, I, especially from our side, uh, I know working with Brian and, and the team that we have at Rob Seco, I and, and with Master's Choice, I, we, we really do care about the customer first. It's, it's truly trying to make that customer number one. And sometimes that does require hard changes. But, um, you know, when you think about change, so let's talk, let's dive into that a little bit, Brian. So, what are some of the things that, that you've seen the biggest changes that are going on right now in the seed industry? Maybe people are aware of some of these, or maybe they're not. Sure. You know, I, I think um, probably one of the more notable and recent changes would be, um, you know, Bayer's recent decision to remove their regional brand strategy from the marketplace, you know, and consolidate that out into a, a go forward option with their channel brand. And so uh, there were 10 regional brands. Um, I used to work for one of them at, uh, you know, markets across the Corn Belt. And, um, you know, that's, that's a big change when it comes to choice, right? People identify with the brands that they're passionate about and products that they're familiar uh, about. And so, you know, I, I think that's one of the things that is an industry um, our customers, you know, need to get comfortable with and, and understand what their options are, uh, especially when it comes down to choice. And um, there's a lot that you can unpack, you know, within that word choice. But when you when you talk about change, I think that's one example. And, you know, if you just turn the clock back <clears throat> a few years before that, it's probably all started with, you know, some of the big consolidation that we saw at the top down. Right. Um, uh, and there's clearly benefits that come along with that. You know, when you look at present day Corteva and the formation of DuPont and Dow, right, to come together. But there's been been some big benefits from from that consolidation. You know, look at uh, present day Bayer, right? You know, with the acquisition of Monsanto, you know, these two companies coming together um, to create some efficiencies and some synergies that uh, are benefiting farmers today. But, you know, nonetheless, you'll see some some consolidation that comes down and uh, ultimately makes it to Farmgate. And I think it's, you know, up to... Um, uh, individuals like ourselves and our teams, you know, companies like Rob Seco to navigate through that change and, and help keep that in a customer forward focus and approach, you know, as we go to market. Yeah, absolutely. And there's been a, also a lot of, you've mentioned obviously the, some of the big mergers, but then there's also been companies like Rob Seco that we've had the op opportunity to, uh, to do some acquisition and uh, has acquired uh, five brands, I believe it is, um, in, a, in just like a two-year time period. Um, and so some of that comes with challenges, but some of it, a lot of it is uh, very beneficial and it keeps us competitive um, in the marketplace. We have to get bigger to be competitive, correct? And um, so there's a lot of good things happening with that. And then I, I think one of the big changes, too, that's gone on that 
um, is is important, but we knew it was coming, uh, was some of the changes in trait platforms. You know, no longer being able to use a single mode trait for corn rootworm and and things like that can it kind of change the landscape of the industry a little bit too, didn't it, Brian? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I think one of our um, our big points of differentiation within Robseco is embracing choice. You know, and as you called out, where I think we're a great example of some of the uh, the mergers and acquisitions that have come to place, and it's you know put together by a strategy for us to to bring choice uh, specifically around all the major trait platforms. Um, available to our to our farmers uh, and dealers to position you know as um, as we bring products forward and um, you know understanding those can be a, a little intimidating I think it's a uh, it's a good good opportunity to get to build a relationship you know with your um, with your salesperson to understand what all you have available to you uh, and your farm and your operation as you're you're putting your plan together, but you know um, the need to compete is is real. And you know when you see some of the top down consolidation that we've had with the big companies, you know being able to partner up with these companies right just uh, forces us a bit to make smarter business decisions. Forces us you know to be in a position where we're good partners in return to them, and and we can be efficient in our own rights and. Um, you know, that just requires uh, a bit of change, right, in, in how we go to market. And I think, you know, uh, in our business specifically with the acquisitions that we made, you know, through Master's Choice and through the other uh, brands, Federal and Rupp, specifically in the East, that puts us in a good position to be good partners, you know, with the Bears and the Corteva and the Syngentas of the world so that um, we can uh, bring the best products to market for the people that we get to do business with. Yeah, it's, it's actually a lot of fun. <laughs> it's uh being on the this side of it and you know i recently just last week uh was out making farm calls um in in western part of the country and um having access to multiple platforms i mean i i could find i could find and match a good product you know regardless of the situation i had a good product that would fit them and and when you have that many tools in the toolbox that's a lot of fun um when you know versus having one one card that you have to play no matter where you're at and so so that's a lot of utilization but that that's from our side right we're seed guys and it's fun but let's let's put on a a farmer hat here for a second and and talk to uh, that side of the the coin brian so put up put on your farmer hat you don't know if you have one in there or farm actual farm hat in there or not in your office there but put on your farm hat and talk to us about so how are these changes going to be good uh, for the farmer or what can they anticipate or what should they be looking at? Well, um, I think it's, it's, it's part of my role to seek out the good and the changes. And, you know, um, when I, when I put on my farmer hat, I grew up on a farm in Northeast Indiana, some of my closest and very best friends still farm. And so they, they keep me pretty grounded on this, uh, this exact topic, but choice, you know, farmers that I interact with. And when I think about putting, um, strategy together and a plan together so that uh, we can partner up with our farmer customers and, and ultimately win in our business. Uh, it's really about embracing choice. And when I think when you get into the specific topic of trait offerings, it can be a little intimidating for the farmer, right? Understanding yeah. everything that's available to you, keeping up with current technology, um, you know, which which really encompasses a lot. I mean, you start talking about 
incorporating RNAi technology through SmartStacks Pro, right? Understanding how that's different from uh, other below ground offerings, you know. And then there's always a topic of um, our favorite products, which might be associated with, you know, more of a single mode, uh, a single trait option, right? That's now being pulled back and removed, you know, in an effort to preserve what these, the benefits that these traits bring to our customers. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, as a farmer, uh, it can be intimidating. You get, um, you know, access to the toolbox, if you will, right? So understanding which tools to pull from, when to pull from them, how to make a decision that best fits your operation, right? Hopefully leading to a, a positive ROI and interaction with uh, that company or individual that you're dealing with can can be intimidating at times, Scott. I mean, we, we know as we're leading our own internal trainings, um, there's uh, a bit of complexity in trying to put together the absolute best package utilizing all the different traits uh, and genetic pools to source from to help our, our customers be successful so that we can um, we can uh, solidify our uh, position on their team as um, a supplier helping them them be successful. Yeah, I think that's one of the really unique things that you know Rob Seco is able to provide is uh, that multiple platforms, um, genetic and trait side, and um, you know we I think you know reality is that certain certain genetic or certain trait platforms maybe have advantages in certain geographies i mean that's just that's that's real that's not a you know thing doesn't mean that there's not good options within all of them within those geographies but certain ones tend to be stronger in certain places and situations so when you can offer all of that up um, me as a farmer, I want to work with someone who's perceived or, or, or not perceived, but is a true thought leader. They're thinking outside the box. They're looking at things differently. They're, they're thinking about not just next year, but five years, 10 years, what's the industry going to look like in 20 years. And so I think that's important to identify that and, and be, and if also who are being innovative. Um, and we see that on our side of the business, don't we? We, I mean, we are kind of somewhat leading the way in some of these things with some additional things that we offer and, and partners that we work with, aren't we? Well, I'd sure like to think so, Scott. And uh, I, I completely agree. It's fun when you're, uh, your, your colleagues uh, are thought leaders, you know, when you are embracing innovation, you just kind of um, stumble into some of the, um, you know, the benefits maybe tied to uh, the products and the solutions that you intend to take to market. Uh, but also when, you know, you're interacting with customers that are thought leaders and customers who have, uh, you know, a real draw to innovation, they'll find uses for your products, maybe that you hadn't even considered. You know, we see some of these real benefits in our, uh, our streamlined ag portfolio, specifically tied to silage production. And, um, you know, just as we're wrapping up harvest, getting the data back, really starting to crunch through it, it's been pretty dang exciting to see some of the uh, the benefits, you know, as they're measured, as they come back to us, um, specifically, you know, from our, our dairymen uh, and our silage testing. Um, yeah, so when you're, uh, you know, I'll steal a, a quote from our head of agronomy, Todd Clausen, you know, who likes to get up uh, in, in front of a group and say, you know, it's not good because we say it is, it's good because we can show you that it is. Mm. And we get to do that through through testing uh, through, um, you know, through innovation of bringing new products, 
uh, to our growers and uh, to our sales team. Absolutely. That you brought up a great transition there into the testing side. I think one of the, if I'm again, trying to put my farmer hat on and think like a farmer, I would be important to me to make sure that whoever I'm working with and that they are doing true evaluation, testing and development um, of their products. And and we are offering that with Rob Seco. Um, And so I think it makes it kind of unique. I don't, I want to be able, you know, because Here's the thing about it is uh, we experience the same things uh, as a as a seed company that you guys do on the farm. Every guy who walks on that farm has the greatest product you've ever seen in your life, right? And so the only way for us to know oftentimes is to test it and see um, how it's doing. And we have a very robust system when it comes to that. Yeah, Scott, I think, you know, one of the things uh, is a company that really sets us apart Earlier, you mentioned, you know, we're a good example of recent mergers and acquisitions as we really, you know, built out our, our offering uh, as Rob Seco today. Uh, you know, and within that uh, merger and acquisition period, we acquired a trialing and a, dre- a breeding organization. And that really helps us with our capabilities to uh, do internal trialing so that we can vet out, test out the products that we're making recommendations, you know, for our team to take uh, locally and to um, the growers that they're working with. And so when it comes to product selection, I feel like we've got an advantage uh, and are in a really good place um, to do trialing internally and make sure that and when it makes it to a, a master's choice or a Rob Seco uh, product guide, we've, we've thoroughly vetted it out and uh, can go forward with a high degree of confidence that uh, we're good people, good, a good business to partner up with. Yeah, absolutely. And being able to say, I'm bringing you the best product. I don't care what, what, uh, trait background it is or this or that, this is the best product for you. Uh, gives you a lot of integrity and puts you in a really good position. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a, um, that's well said. So kind of to close it out here, Brian, is there anything else that we maybe we, we've covered a lot of stuff, but anything we didn't cover or a, a highlight you want to rehit or something maybe we haven't gone over that you want to make sure and communicate to people as they're kind of right in the middle of their buying season. You know, Scott, I, we did, um, we covered a lot of ground, but I think, you know, while I'm wearing my farmer hat for our listeners that are out there, I'd encourage you to ask, you know, the dealer, uh, or the salesperson that you're interacting with, what their knowledge of the industry is, you know, and there's, um, there's some, some brands out there, that have good products, but they're pulling from one tool in the toolbox. And I, I think it's good. Uh, I think we're better if we embrace the choice that our customers have, and if we can help educate them around what is available to them. And, um, you know, it's a big burden uh, of responsibility that we wear here at Master's Choice and at Rob Seco to be able to understand, articulate, uh, and uh, educate our customers what the true options are when it comes to uh, trait platforms and genetic options. And so, you know, engage, engage with your salesperson, ask them to walk you through the benefits, pros and cons, you know, of uh, the products that are available to them and um, challenge them to make sure that we're making, right, the best recommendation for their operation. And hopefully that helps us uh, solidify uh, our partnership with them. Absolutely. As they, grow, as they grow and we get to grow along with them. Couldn't have said it better myself. Maybe, maybe slightly better, but not, not, not too much better. <laughs> I understand. No, per- well, perfectly said, Brian. And thank you for taking a few 
few minutes uh, today to to jump on and and kind of talk through us on these industry changes. I strongly do encourage you, just as Brian just did, to to educate yourself, listener. I mean, um, see who's a real, who is being innovative, who is showing thought leadership, who is doing true evaluation of their products and not just slapping labels on things and and just calling it good. And so. Um, I think we do that here, but we'd like to prove that to you. And so if someone does have any questions on Rob Seco or Master's Choice or direction of the company, uh, what's the, your email, Brian? Then get send you an email or get a hold of you. You can reach out to me at bdavis at com. Pretty simple. There it is. So, well, yeah. thank you, Brian. Thanks for coming on. Hey, thank you, Scott. So with that, we're going to drop off here. Hope everyone has a wonderful day. Make sure and check us out on any of the uh, uh, podcast platforms that you use. And make sure and check us out on from other social media. You can go to robseco.com or you can go to seedcorn.com. That's the Master's Choice domain. And we've got a ton of information out there as well. And check us out on YouTube, Facebook. We're everywhere. When you, turn on, you, you click a social media app, we're there. So uh, thank you for listening. Hope everybody has a wonderful day.